This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It's Thursday, March 17th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. More than a third of the CDC's wastewater samples across the U.S., are showing rising COVID trends for the first two weeks of March. Sewer samples can often spot increasing virus levels before official test results. It's unclear if this points to an upcoming wave, but we currently have 98% of the U.S. population that is in places with a low community-level rating. Drew Armstrong, Senior Editor for Healthcare at Bloomberg News, joins us for What the Wastewater is Signaling. Thanks for joining us, Drew. Happy to be here. Well, earlier in the week, actually, we did a story about the CDC wanting to expand the program that they have going that monitors wastewater in the hopes to detect, you know, future variants, uh, rising cases of COVID. That program is kind of a hit and miss right now. There's a lot of states that don't want to participate. There are some that are, but uh, aren't really providing all the data. And then I saw your article where we're already seeing some uh, rising uh, levels of COVID in the wastewater in some of these programs and these areas that are participating in this. And um, we've been seeing cases drop right now with COVID, but this could be a sign that things could be on the uptick. We don't know. There's a lot of uh, variables at play with all of this. So Drew, help us walk through some of this. What are we seeing in some of this uh, latest wastewater data? Sure. So, you know, just to back up a little bit for everybody hitting this for the first time. Wastewater surveillance is a tool that public health um, teams can use to check for virus in a way that doesn't require people to go and get tested or to report their at-home test results or anything like that. And it's great if it's a little bit gross um, because our bodies give off virus or viral particles in all sorts of ways. And one of the ways that that happens is when People are sick and they poop. It goes into the sewer systems. <laughs> right. And you can then, you know, find samples of virus after you, you know, scoop out a sample of sewer water, basically, and run it through some analysis. That can be really, really useful. And what it's good at is detecting trends. It can tell you that the amount of virus in the wastewater is going up or it can tell you the amount of virus in the wastewater is going down. And the nice thing about it is that it often will show up there actually a few days before people might test positive. So it's also really good at identifying things further in advance than might be happening you know, when people are actually sick and going in to get tested. So it's one of these things that the CDC and state and local public health departments around the country use to try and identify, okay, do we have a signal here that this is going up or down? And the good news is that since the peak of the Omicron wave around most of the country, these signs have been going down, you know, just as positive test numbers have been going down. We're at a very low level of cases right now. But the reason we decided to look into this and say, okay, what's going on with the latest here? One, just I happened to know a whole bunch of people who had recently gotten COVID over the last couple of weeks. And two, you know, the U.S. tends to follow this pattern that we've seen in Europe. They tend to be a couple of weeks ahead of us. And Europe has been going through a little bit of a surge in cases as they've lifted a lot of public health restrictions and come down off of their wave. And, you know, it's not everywhere. It's not as big yet. But 
obviously something going on. So we wanted to look. We looked at the wastewater data for the last 10 for the first 10 days of March. And what we saw was this little signal in there where there were about a third of sites around the US where that were pointing very much upwards in these sewer samples. We don't know what it means yet. We don't know if there's a real meaningful bounce in cases happening here or if it's just a little tiny bump coming off of a very low baseline. I think it is early. It's interesting. Something's happening there, but it's a little bit too early to know exactly what it means. It's totally interesting. I mean, the latest numbers from the CDC says that 98% of the U.S. population are in places with low community levels uh, rating for COVID right now, which is great news. But to your point, right, this is kind of looking at trends. A lot of people right now, thankfully, are getting more milder cases. A lot of people are testing at home. So they're not necessarily reporting those things. They're just getting sick. They're staying home. They're taking the measures they need to get better. And boom, they move on, right? So a lot of these uh, latest cases, latest numbers could possibly, we could possibly be missing them. It's such a useful tool to look at the wastewater. I don't think I've, I can't remember the last time I took a PCR test in in a way that's reportable when I've gotten sick. You know, it's just easier for me to do at-home testing. I think that's true of a lot of people. And I'm like a good public health citizen. I cover this stuff for a living. I've never reported my test results. I don't know anybody who has. You know, so at-home testing is really good as an individual tool, and it has a lot of good things about it for a, as a public health tool. What it's not good at is collecting data and having that data translate into things. I have a theory, which is that, you know, and if you talk to a lot of people who work on this, one of the things that we do know is that immunity to infection, you know, which can be very mild once you've been vaccinated or if you've been previously infected, that fades over time. Just again, anecdotally, this is not data, but most of the people I know who've gotten sick are people who are vaccinated and got their boosters a while ago, right when they were first eligible and had kind of gotten sick in this most in this last few weeks. It may just be that there's some fading of immunity while there's some virus kicking around. And a lot of people who had been taking a lot of precautions, who've been vaccinated, who were in these areas where, you know, they got vaccinated a while ago or there was a wave a while ago, you know, they are vulnerable to infection, maybe not to a severe outcome, but vulnerable to infection. We're kind of seeing these last little aftershocks of what it could be. I I think we really don't know. The great thing about sewer data is that it is well in advance of what's happening sometimes by days or maybe even a week if we're lucky. The bad thing about sewer data is it doesn't tell you how many people are actually sick or, you know, it doesn't give you that kind of granular data that you would really be able to get with comprehensive testing that gets reported in. Right. These could just be small local clusters of cases, maybe not a a, a huge trend or anything, but still just an interesting look. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, the the CDC wants to expand these programs, get uh, more monitoring for more places just so we can keep on top of this. But just interesting how uh, this has gained uh, some popularity, at least looking into all of this stuff. Drew Armstrong, Senior Editor for Healthcare at Bloomberg News. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. 
tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.